do you spend a lot of time using like the Greek words of uh, muscles to clients? No. To sound more posheruno? No. Because no one knows what they are. No. Okay, that's Pe- cool. People, yeah. Do you do it with other practitioners? Like when, when are you breaking out the, the Latin or the Greek word? Latin word. Um... You you break it out when you're writing. Oh, okay. When you're writing okay. a letter okay. to a doctor or a surgeon. Gotcha. Or, gotcha. That's when you break it out. Otherwise, you don't really ever use it. What's the fucking point? Yeah, true. It's the it's the bicep. It's not the. Yeah, people are like this muscle. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. What's this one called? Does do you care? Yeah. Like, are you going to remember? Do you want to know? Yeah. Okay, that's cool. That's just yeah. yeah. Just wondering. It, I, it's a it is a weird thing because. It is something that's valuable to repeat, mm-hmm. you know, to keep it in the forefront of your brain. But at the same time, it's, yeah, yeah people don't really know. Yeah. Okay. And they don't really care, really care yeah. that much. Yeah. Because I guess if someone came to you with that level of knowledge, um, it would be a completely different type of training session anyway, kind mm-hmm. of thing. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Have you ever trained another checky? Uh, when you say trained um, so a bit like the services that a normal person would come to you for have you ever has a checky ever come come to you for the same services no um, yes okay sorry I was just just thinking mm. um, I said no because I've had people come to me who are fitness professionals mm. that went on to become check ah that's trained. cool so what they what you showed them kind of opened yeah. the door and yeah. they were like ah oh, this is yeah cool. but then uh, yes I have had uh, okay. interactions with other yeah 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 because again it comes back to the whole thing of there's only so much you can notice about yourself mm-hmm. and stuff yeah totally are they harder to work with no oh. okay that's good that's good no not at all it becomes more of a it's more of a we're we're learning together mm. like yeah you're coming to me and. We're going to do some stuff, mm-hmm. but you'll have stuff that I don't, I'm not aware mm-hmm. of, mm-hmm. You, you know, so yeah, it's, it's a, a mutual, it's always of mutual benefit. Okay. I, mean, I mean, it's working with people is more often than not some sort of mutual benefit anyway, you know, mm-hmm. people know stuff. Yeah. 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 People are smart. Yeah. And people, I don't think people realize kind of how much they can know. It's like, yeah, I don't know anything, but it's like, yeah, but you might know yeah, a lot you about might, something. Yeah, exactly. About something. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. Hmm. So, what's your favourite type of client? Um, I really like clients who ask questions. Okay. Like they they want to learn. Yeah. It not just train me. Mm. They're like, I want to. You know, it mm. becomes more specific. Mm. You know, they're like, yeah, I know what I want. Mm. I know what I want to learn, mm. and you know, I want to just become a little wiser about whatever yep. whether that's movement patterns mm. whether it's life coaching kind of stuff nutrition yep. stuff yep. but yeah they actually come with a okay with an idea mm. they have an idea of what they want mm. as opposed to them coming and going oh, i don't really know what i want gotcha yeah, yeah. And, i want to start working out but i don't really know why and stuff like that yeah okay yeah interesting so yeah it's nicer when someone is clear on some of their goals yeah. and objectives is it horrible if you ever have to turn around to them and be like, that may be a goal and objective, but you're about six months away from even touching it? 
Is it, what did you say? Is it horrible? Yeah. No. To kind of like flatten their dream. To yeah, be there's like, a lot. Your body is I'm not. I'm afraid there is a lot of flattening. Okay. <laughs> I, I try not to do it in a condescending mm. way. It's mm. like, uh, okay, that's a great, mm. it's a great target. Let's, let's go for some short term goals. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's, that's, people want transformation a lot of the time, mm. you know, because our world is full of Instagram mm. and stuff. And you go, yeah, that's cool. Can you dedicate six mm. times a week and mm. are you going to change your diet radically? And, you know, if you've got the energy to do that, if you have, then awesome. But yeah. Are you still working your job nine to five or, yeah, yeah, yeah. or more than that? You know, most people are working way more than yeah, that. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, the transformation's probably not, not going to happen for mm. you, but, you know, let's work on a longer term plan. Mm. Okay. Mm. Transformations require some serious effort. Yeah, yeah. Especially if you want to do one of those like 12 week ones. Or yeah. Something. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you got to be training four or five times a week mm. and being super tidy on your diet. Mm. And sleep. Sleep. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It becomes a very kind of uh, insular activity. Mm. And then so quickly to like undo as well. Mm-hmm. Like two weeks of bad and you're like, cool, you just undid those 12 weeks of good. Yeah. Mad. Yeah, I always think that's a good, um, and again, this is just my kind of uh, f- philosophy or thoughts upon it. When someone, I've had clients in the past where they sort of talk about a trainer that they used to have that was super buff and super mm. fit and all those kind of things, and that trainer had two weeks off mm. and lost all of their performance, mm. right? Mm. I kind of think they were overachieving then. Mm. Like they weren't at a level of maintenance, mm-hmm. Because you should be able to take two weeks off and yeah. not really, yeah. it shouldn't dramatically affect your mm. general performance levels. Mm-hmm. So if someone takes two weeks off, either they're absolutely smashing themselves to pieces mm. on booze and drugs and alcohol, or, you know, whatever, mm. right? Mm. But you shouldn't see that much of a dramatic loss mm-hmm. when you come back into your training sessions or your gym. Mm. Like a little bit, but not what people sometimes talk about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. That's what like, I mean. Like that's you're looking at someone who's kind of pushing themselves to elite level, mm. which isn't really maintainable mm. for extended periods of time. Yeah. Cause like even that, pro athletes taper on yeah, and off. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's like event mm. prep. You're trying to maintain event level prep mm. all the time. Mm. You can't do that. You have to cycle in and out of that kind of process. Or you'd just be one of the most boring people ever. Oh yes. <laughs> but to to sustain that lifestyle mm. you would be so boring yeah because everything would have to be so regimented mm-hmm. oh it's five minutes past five that is dinner time yeah kind of thing. like yeah, yeah. everything yeah. would have to be so on it oh it's nine o'clock my head touches that pillow kind of thing yeah 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 i get yeah and some people can live like that mm. some people can but you always said you don't want to be that dude that says no to cake yeah and as soon as you said that i was like all right i need to reevaluate my outlook on sort of health and fitness oh, you know, yeah someone's like all excited it's their birthday they mm. bring you some cake oh do you want some cake no i'm gonna die. is it gluten-free mm. no i don't want it take a piece of cake mm. you know have a small piece yeah yeah celebrate their birthday you know that's the whole thing of if you're really that worried that one piece of cake is actually not going to do that much damage to you the amount of stress mm. excess stress mm. that you're putting on your body is doing so much worse yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. i mean unless you have genuine intolerance to yeah cake yeah that suck. No, but that, yeah, I mean, just... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what was the last cake that you had? Panettone. You didn't let me finish. 
Is panettone a cake? Oh, that, that's, oh. That's, the, that's the great debate, isn't it? When, it, when is it a cake and when is it... Um, so this is Jaffa cake question. Yeah. When is it a biscuit? When, when is, is it a cake? biscuit? When is it a cake? Is it the whole thing of like, if you leave it out, it goes hard, then it's a cake. And if you leave it out and it goes soft, then it's a biscuit. I th- I th- I'm not really sure of the, the definition, but I think it comes down to how it's actually made. Uh, okay. Yeah, to get around the sugar tax or something. <laughs> yeah. I saw something the other day, and the government's obviously increased the sugar tax, but then the price of Coke Zero went up. <clears throat> I was like, but it doesn't have any sugar. It doesn't have any sugar. <laughs> obviously, some people were livid about the fact that the price of Coke Zero went up. Yeah. Anyway, what was the question about cake? Um, what was the last cake that you had that like blew you away? Oh, it's got to be the Russian honey cake. Oh, okay. Still. Oh, yeah, that thing is amazing. <laughs> That thing is... It was actually pretty good. That's the bomb. Yeah. And you got to go with the first one from Russia. Mm, Proper. Genuine from Russia. Mm. Because I never had it before. And it's like, yeah, this one's come. Yeah. From Russia. Yeah, yeah. Oh, damn. A Russian chef made this. Oh, damn. With Russian ingredients and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I I don't think I managed to taste that one. I have to get my dad to bring me another one when he goes back to Russia Mm. at some point. That was that. Yeah, that was a great cake. Okay. Yeah, the cake that was probably most disappointing Ooh. was a sack of tort. It just sounds a bit disappointing, if I'm honest. So uh, a sack of tort, I think, is Austrian. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it's a chocolate cake, oh. and it's got like a orange marmalade in it. Okay. That like it's a round. So chocolate cake, it's got a, a layer, I think, of marmalade kind of around it, and then it's covered in chocolate. Okay. Like rich, it's super rich. Yeah. And it's one of those things that you see and you're like, hmm, that, that looks good. Mm. And we had, um, Louise's parents brought one back. They were on a cruise, went via Austria, blah, 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 whatever. They brought one back. It's like, hmm. Oh. Hmm. It's a bit dull. That it's a bit, sucks. bit like, meh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Not, Not worth the calories that you are consuming kind of thing. No, yeah. no. Like a mince pie. <laughs> Not worth the calories that you're consuming. I don't know, a good mince pie is damn good. It would just come down to how easily they are to just like knock back like three. And all of a sudden you're like, that's a third of my daily I calorific think, allowance. I think it's hard to get a good mince pie though. It is hard to get a good mince pie. So many people mess up the pastry. Yeah. Uh, too much. Not It's too dry. It's, it's horrible. Yeah. The filling ratio. Mm. All those kind of things. Mm. Yeah. And uh, to me, mince pies are getting too big. They're just, there's, there's too much in them now. They're quite, it, yeah. And you reduce that by like a third and that'd be the perfect size. Like two bites and you're done kind of thing. Mm. Perfect size mince pie. And then it wouldn't be over 200 calories per mince pie. <laughs> That's astonishing. Yeah. But again, time and a place. Yeah. Account for it. Know about it. Account for it. Time and a place. November and December. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you got to leave space for the lychees in, sorry, the lychees in December. You can call them lychees. They are a lychee. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That is definitely a South African thing. Well, absolutely. You need incredibly hot climates to grow that little thing. Yeah. But that's such a good fruit. Oh, for me, that is Christmas. Yeah. Mm. Interesting. What was the last cake you had that... that- you were you were going back for more.
can't say I remember it. Oh, damn. Yeah, after all that. Yeah, after, yeah. after the pause, I thought yeah. you were going to... Come out with something, yeah. Mm. I was genuinely, like, racking my brains there. Nah, I don't know. Oh. Yeah. And you're such a foodie as well. I am, yeah, I love food. Um, I'm not the biggest dessert person, though. Like, I'd much rather, like, a starter and a main over, like, a main and a dessert. Mm-hmm. Or, like, trying to squeeze a dessert in kind of thing. Mm. Well, I'm, I, I don't know about you, but uh, if we ever go to a restaurant, it's like I'd like to. I like to look at the desserts first. <laughs> like, it, is it worth sacrificing? Ah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. gotcha. Know, the starter, but it's always the same. It's like sticky toffee, <laughs> um, bit of ice cream, like three dollops of ice cream, and then there's normally like something else. Sometimes you get stuff which is different. Sometimes, not yeah. very often. Yeah, British people seem to love a very vanilla dessert menu. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah mm. true which is fine obviously um yeah I don't know what was the last thing I had maybe that was a bit disappointing well your burger yeah. oh no sorry I do know what was the last cake that I had that was amazing it was my sister brought it from London no idea what shop it was from mm. it was a red velvet cake mm. it wasn't very big oh my god that was amazing Wow. Okay, yeah, that one blew me away, actually. From a proper proper London... Proper little London bakery kind yeah, of place. Yeah. Um, yeah, the icing was incredible. The red velvet was good. Like, it was just a good cake. Nice. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's cool. What drove you into cakes? That was a strange question out of nowhere. I don't know. Just <laughs> this is how these conversations go, man. <laughs> Obviously, somewhere in the back of my head, it's like... Today's a good day for cake. Cake. Sun is shining yeah. and it's cold. It's rare that the sun is shining. It's a gorgeous day outside, but it's really cold. Is this a good bike riding weather? It's, it's not wet, so yes. Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, it'd just be cold. You'd just have to wrap up for it. Mm. The annoying thing is, obviously, you'd wrap up for the start of the bike ride. Yeah. And after like 10 minutes, you'd be like, half of this needs to come off. <laughs> Yeah. What's the, for you in terms of like maintaining uh, a good temperature mm. in a on a cold ride? Mm. Like what areas for you are the worst? In terms of what? So like... I hate having like a neck, like gaiter on, like a scarf or something. Right. I hate it because you get so hot. Okay. Yeah. I, I went out the other day with Oscar and my hands were the, the point mm. that kind of went, yeah, I'm done now because my fingertips are cold. Like okay. I just couldn't keep warmth in them i had gloves on like thin, oh, really? thin, thin yeah, gloves yeah, but yeah. and it was just like that was the thing that was probably toes for me mm. once my toes go numb and you can't really feel your feet anymore and you're like am i pedaling properly like i just yeah i don't really know so it's about that point when i'm like right time to go home yeah um yeah yeah i just it's really easy to like overdress mm-hmm. and then get too hot and then you're somehow trying to take it off on the side of the road that's not fun yeah um, yeah mm-hmm. but then you also get kind of tricked into this false sense of sunniness where you're like oh it's nice and sunny outside so that means it's going to be warm yeah no and every road you pick is tree lined yeah 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 <laughs> with puddles with no- that are maybe frozen over yeah that's always fun <laughs> yeah risky, risky. <laughs> I've got some snow tyres for my mountain bike oh, well. I've never used them because there's always that thing of like, to use them properly, I guess I needed to get over to Bracknell Forest. Mm-hmm. But if it's been snowing that much, mm. I don't really want to get in my car and drive, mm. especially previously from 
like Maidenhead over to Bracknell like mm. that, probably going to have a car accident or something like that. The risk didn't seem to outweigh the reward. Um, but now I live a little bit closer, so I might have to give those a whirl if it yeah. um, snows. That'd be exciting. Yeah. We, yeah. If it snows. Yeah, we got a little bit the other night. We did. That was lovely. Mm. Felt so Christmassy. It really did. What else is going on in the world, Chris? Um, a lot, by the sounds of it. What fun stuff's going on in the world? Whoa. Whoa. It's winter, so nothing. <laughs> well, it's, it's just that thing of, like, I guess there's not that much stuff on TV to watch. There's not that much sport. There's not that much, like, ongoing. Like, the world does genuinely seem to kind of calm down for December, November, December, January, and then ramp back up again, kind of come November, uh, February time. Mm. Um, yeah, I don't know. Mm. Okay. What about you? Yeah, good question. Like I'm, a, you know, yeah, like I've got things I'm really looking forward to, but they're all like long-term projects and stuff, like rebuilding the car for my mum, Oh, yeah. um, getting that yeah. on the road, like having a look at your car, um, motorbike, I guess giving that thing some TLC and getting that thing on the road, um, or just starting the damn thing would actually be quite joyous. It would be, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's winter. <laughs> mm. Yeah, I guess you have to find, yeah, maybe you have to find smaller things mm. to have a little fun over. Mm. I'm excited to um, work out more this winter. So the plan is to obviously, uh, I, I tend to not ride as much during mm-hmm. the winter, during the cold months and the wet months and mm-hmm. stuff, just because I'm now a fair weather cyclist. I've been doing it for kind of long enough. So I guess my thinking was actually, yeah, let's use this winter to put on some muscle and some strength nice, and then carry that through to summer, see how that works and then kind of repeat the process. I mean, if, you know, if an atypical winter is, you know, there tends to be maybe a little higher calorie consumption mm. going on than actually getting in a gym and lifting mm. some heavier weights. Good way to keep it off. Good idea. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Means I can have more than one mince pie a week. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, totally. Yeah, that was kind of my, my idea to, yeah, I need to get a squat rack of some sort and then I'll be all sorted. <sighs> yeah. Squat rack. Mm. It's just such a powerful motion. And just what you can do with the ability to suspend a bar. So even if you just wanted to do like some shoulder press and stuff, is mm. you're not you're then not having to worry about the clean clean and jerk. Up. Yeah, yeah, you can. I mean, it's a good thing to be able to do it, but at the same time, while you're getting the innate strength into the shoulder, yep, you don't probably want to be clean and jerking it up. No, so. yeah, you're breaking down the movement pattern. Yeah. So yeah, you can yeah absolutely mm. break down the movement pattern to its uh, component parts, and then you can work on the component parts. Yeah, but. Unless you've got some way of, like you say, suspending a, a barbell at mm. three and a half foot off the ground. Mm. Which, yeah, is such a weird thing to... It's a bit tricky. It does, yeah. Or even just the notion of, like, walking lunges with a barbell. Yeah. To be able to, like, rack it, mm-hmm. get set, go. Mm. I'm tired now. I'm just going to put this bar back up instead of having to, like, deadlift it to the floor or, like, undeadlift it from the to the floor. Yeah. Those kind of... Um, almost like fabric sand mm. plates oh my god when you sent me that link that that is so clever they look great yeah with the with the whole notion of you can drop this and it's going to be okay yeah and it's not going to like slam into the yeah. ground because it's yeah 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 but then is that maybe 
instilling like really bad lifting form into people because most people perceive a lift to be getting the bar off the floor so take a deadlift for example you see a lot of people going for prs Mm -hmm. and they all they worry about is getting the bar off the floor and Mm -hmm. like holding it in the the most upright part of the movement Mm -hmm. and then they drop Drop it. it but surely the any full exercise would be lowering it back to the point of starting yeah because if you're going to rep that properly if you're just going to say go do deadlifts for reps Mm -hmm. you would go up and down i yeah i would i've never been a fan of dropping dropping surely that's incredibly dangerous for the spine because you've got load and then all of a sudden you have no load yeah so not even progressive like release of the load it's all of a sudden like i'm supporting way more body weight than i normally would now nothing yep which is why you see people collapse after heavy lifts where they, where they haven't <laughs> yeah. let it down easy, mm. where they've just released it. Well, and then just rush of blood and the body's like, hello. Yeah. 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 yeah I, I am a fan of lifting and placing back down. Yeah. Um, I always think yeah. that the dropping is an emergency thing. Yep. Yeah, like, yeah. Shit's gone wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You need to drop it. Yeah. But from a, just a good practice on training, mm. training, mm. Lift it, control it, place it back down. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Clanging. And I'm, I'm not saying, weights. yeah, and I'm not saying my, all of my lifts are perfect mm. in terms of form and mm-hmm. function and everything, mm-hmm. but it's just, that's how I would approach it. Yeah. I saw a video the other day of a professional cyclist um, doing squats on his balcony. So he had a squat rack and it was going great. His squats were not great though. Like, okay. And I was a bit like, is he maybe, is he doing more negative to his body doing it uh-huh. than not doing it? Yeah. Like if you're going to do it and do it badly, is that is that actually doing more damage than just not doing it? Probably. Because it, for me, he wasn't going through the full range. He wasn't going deep enough. It was it just, there was so much wrong with it. And I was mm. a bit like, if you're doing it for strength, mm-hmm. that's not, that's probably not making you any stronger. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm going to, obviously I didn't see it, so no. part of me wants to be devil's advocate a little bit. So what? so if he's, say he's wanting some cycling strength, mm. he might be thinking that he doesn't need to go full range because when he's using his leg in the cycling motion, like the hip and the knee joint aren't going through full range. No, no, they're not. But then surely you would still train full range. So whether or not you actually then use that full range of motion in the your chosen exercise, mm. at some point you still need to train that full range of motion. Yeah. Because otherwise you're just going to create more stiffness and stuff because then the body's like, no, I can't, I don't go deeper than this. I don't go any further than this. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Just trying to defend something I didn't see. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, mean, I, didn't, I didn't send it to you. I haven't shown it to you. Yeah. Sometimes there's... Yeah, sometimes there's reasoning behind why some somebody's done something or doing something. Yeah, like, I know. Why, why are you doing that? Yeah, I just wish more people did, like, deadlifts and squats barefoot. Yeah. Even if you're only going to go to, like, 90 degrees in the knee. Yeah. Or in the hip, thigh, whatever you want to, however you're going to detect that. Just do barefoot. Mm. I think so. Yeah. Training your mom this morning was quite... Interesting. So we did. We got into some squats. Mm-hmm. Um, we were doing front squats because it's more of a postural mm-hmm. conditioner as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, 
the sort of first round of her front squat was okay. Mm. Um, so then I progressed it to an overhead squat, which, as we know, that's mm. uh, an interesting drill. Mm. Like it kind of stretches the body weirdly yeah, and forces does. you into strange positions. And it's like, M- why can I not squat anymore? Yeah. Like yeah, I yeah. just put my arms above my head, but I still can't squat now. Yeah. Um, but two sets of that then radically improved her front squat. <laughs> to, to the point where she, she, it wasn't me going, oh, your squat's got better. You could see, like, her response was like, oh, my front squat's got better. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. So, you know, we challenge you mm. neurologically and physiologically and then go back to something that was slightly easier mm. and now you're better at it. That's amazing. Which is always kind of cool. Mm. That is really cool, actually. Mm. Oh, I'm going to have to work on my overhead squats. That's a toughie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It really is. You know, if you drive, a, like, de- if you drive a desk. Yeah, yeah, but like, why is it such a toughie? Because all you've done is lift the arm. Are your hip flexors attached to your arms? Like, Yeah. Hey. <laughs> it's all attached, right? Yeah, it's all, yeah, it's all connected. And, and so, A, you're changing center of gravity. Mm. Like, that gets a big shift. Mm. Um, and obviously you're also changing the position of the spine. Mm-hmm. As soon as you put your arms above your head, yeah. your spine is now completely different from a mm-hmm. shape perspective. So now trying to push your body back into the squat, mm-hmm. like your spine has to do something completely different. Mm-hmm. It just, it, you just, you don't see it. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. feel it. You're like, why? <laughs> What's the safest form of a squat? What's the safest form of a squat? Um, uh. Like if after all this conversation, someone's like, I'm going to go squat. Yeah, I'm going to go do overhead squats. Yeah, yeah. but like what would be the safest way to introduce squats into a training program? Uh, standing ac- uh, across a bench. So you've got legs either side of a bench. And you use that as your lower like touch point. Yeah. So like bum touches, come back up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, so practicing Hold, sit. Holding on to some sticks. Yeah, yeah. So just practicing sitting. Basically. Just, yeah, practicing sitting with uh, a good upright posture. And without like dropping yourself onto the... Yeah. Ah. So grab a couple of dowel rods or, yeah, yeah. or, or you know, and from your standing position, mm-hmm. you'd hold them about shoulder height mm-hmm. and you wouldn't let your arms kind of slide down the pole okay, so as you re- go into the sit. When you return back up to standing, your arms haven't moved. Kind of yeah, way. yeah. So it means that when you're in the sat position your arms will probably be sort of slightly higher. Mm. Yeah, that's probably the safest okay, cool. way to get into a squat. No, thanks. You could argue that like a wall squat with a Swiss ball. Mm. is also really But good, yeah. the problem there is there can be a point of no return if you're not confident or, or have the ability to go low. Gotcha. Sometimes people drop mm. down and go, oh, shit, I can't get back mm. up. Okay, yeah, yeah. So yeah, probably squat into a bench. Okay, cool, thanks. Yeah. Huh. It also kind of... It has a neat way of teaching better knee positions and stuff. Well, got, using the bench? Yeah. Oh, because you can't at least let the knee drop not, in. Yeah, not so much. Yeah. yeah. You can only really go out, which doesn't happen on so many people because mm. it wants to innately come in when mm. it's not strong enough. Mm-hmm. Huh. That's actually a really handy hint. Mm. Thanks. So, yeah, that's that's kind of how I'd squat. Mm. Okay. Just body weight. Yep. yep. How would you know when to when you can move onto more weight? Well, the first thing you do is remove the Bench. base of support. Gotcha. So if you're using poles, no get, poles, get rid of the poles. Still using the bench. Still use the bench. Okay. Yeah. 
Um, and once you can kind of, if you can progressively lower the height of the bench, mm. cool. Mm. A lot of benches don't have that capacity. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so then you'd move away from the bench. You might go back to the pole gotcha. with the bench not being mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. Just Again, it just gives you a, a, a something, yeah, anchor, some form of like light anchor, yeah, yeah. that you can pull on or mm. whatever. So you might go back to that, and then you can work your depth a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Then you get rid of the base of support. Okay, cool. Yeah. So very slowly, progressive. Yeah, it, it can happen quickly. Yeah, it, can. it just depends what what is in the in mm. the body. Do mm. you know what I mean? Like gotcha. what, what has been pre-programmed? How old is that body? Mm. How strong, yeah, yeah all yeah. those sorts of things, yeah. yeah. Just because squats are so good, so yeah, it's that whole thing of again, if someone's listening and they're like, oh, I'm gonna start doing squats, mm. do it properly, otherwise, don't do it, yeah. It's definitely one of those exercises. Do it slowly as well to begin yeah, with, yeah, yeah. just so that you can control you can control the depth so you mm. don't drop into it, mm-hmm. you can control what your knees are up to. Mm. You know, there's a lot of micro adjustment that mm-hmm. is easier to recognize when you go slowly. Mm. I see a lot of people kind of trying to squat with um, like a band across their knees. Mm-hmm. Is that good? Yeah, so it, it helps excite, you know, the sort of glute muscles gotcha. to, to for, for external rotation of gotcha. the knee. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, but at the same time, it's also good to do the opposite where you actually squat uh, holding a medicine ball between the knees. Gotcha. Okay. Because then you're strengthening adductors as you're not always doing abduction the outer thigh yeah, yeah. like you're also training the inner thigh so just variety yeah. is actually the the key there yeah just variety yeah yeah, yeah. Huh. so yeah use a use a band or a belt mm. around the knees okay. yeah absolutely okay cool mm. <laughs> it's a useful thing to do and ultimately you, know, you should be getting up to one-legged squats yep ultimately all the way down yeah it depends on kind of like, joint joint biomechanics yeah, yeah, yeah. um i was just thinking like crossfit style pistol squats yeah pistol squat yeah yeah but again some joint biomechanics oh, yeah. just won't just won't allow it mm-hmm. so go as deep as you can yeah yeah with good form yeah yeah yeah, mm-hmm. yeah one-legged squats they look badass though they do look badass yeah it's like a one one arm pull up yeah yeah, yeah, same. Yeah, I've never actually done one, but you were close. Yeah, I would. I would say that I kind of managed to get a rep off on yeah. each arm. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. How long did that take? Do you know? I don't know. Probably about a year. Yeah, yeah. I think. Yeah. Mm. So I need to. I need to get that's back mad. into it. That's such a arguably s- simple motion took like a year to train your body. Yeah. Just to be strong enough to do one. There was a great little clip the other day where a, a, a guy has a chimpanzee mm. pet. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. And so they're under this gazebo and, and it's like a swinging race, you know, from one end to the other. Mm. And the humans, you know, he's like, are you ready? And the, mm. the chimp's like, I'm ready to go. And I mean, the guy was like strong. Yeah. You know, he, he could move his body really well. But the difference yeah. was just the length of swing that that chimpanzee had mm. where he's just hanging off one arm and just mm. swinging like massive range mm. of motion you're thinking that that's impressive like the human mm. shoulder have you looked at the biomechanics of a monkey shoulder like no. do we have the same ball and socket joint is it the same kind of setup because obviously we're like yeah, 98% there's, there's there's probably some skeletal differences mm. uh, but in terms of like the joint Mm. mechanics i think they're the same yeah 
I think it's something also to do with like the the skin texture that monkeys have on their hands. Mm. So much like harder wearing than humans. Mm-hmm. Humans' hands are terrible. Um, yeah, don't even look at my massage therapist's <laughs> hands, which are, you know... Const- Babe, baby's con- bottom. Yeah, constantly bathed mm. in oil. Yeah, but I was quite interested in calisthenics for a while. Mm. Um, and I still am. I think it's a phenomenal way to build kind of natural strength. Yeah. Very low exercise or equipment yep. requirements. Yeah. Um, but you just see the hands. Oh, yeah. Rip them up. Yeah. Oh, I'm good. Yeah. Mm-mm. Yeah. Like I'll do all the stuff, but I won't do all the swinging on the bar and stuff like that. Just gloves. I know, but I don't. I don't think I need to swing on a bar. I'd like to be able to, like crucifix or something. Like Traversing that. like monkey bars though is satisfying. Yeah. It's like probably something I need to do. It's way really more, satisfying. Yeah, way yeah. more of. Yeah. 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 I don't know. Exercising should be fun, and yeah, I just wanted a massive jungle gym to kind of go play on. Yep. Some ropes to climb up. Yep. Some bars to swing across. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Get strong real quick. <laughs> mm. <laughs> but yeah, where do you go for that? Nowhere. No. Yeah, I mean, you know, if you want like strong shoulders and stuff, yeah, just hang. Mm. But you have to build that stuff up. Mm. Because, yeah, you just want to twist round. Like, you grab the bar mm. and you're like, yeah, I'm all good. And then all of a sudden you're facing the other way. Yeah, your body's got, like, no control. Absolutely no control. Yeah. And it's interesting, like, people's shoulders don't balloon out like I thought they would when they get really strong. Mm. Like, some, obviously, some people's do. Is it genetic and stuff? But most of the time, people are like, oh, no, I probably don't want to do shoulders that much because my shoulders are going to be massive and I won't fit in any clothes. But the shoulder doesn't actually get that big. No, not very often. Such an interesting muscle collection yeah. going on there. Yeah. Isn't it the most unstable joint in the body? Shoulder, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. What's the shoulder blade for? What does that do? Does that stop it going like backwards or yeah. something? Like, what does it do? Why right. do I have it? Okay. That's a, that's a great question. Thanks. And it doesn't make any sense whilst we are vertical. Why not? Do, again, just when you look at it. Oh, right. Right. So here's a human being standing vertical. Yeah. There's that big shoulder blade around the back there. Yeah, yeah. Why? Like you said, why is it there? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Drop yourself into onto your hands and knees. Uh, now it makes sense. Okay. Now it makes sense, right? Yeah, shoulder blade yeah, yeah. over the top being this kind yeah. of structure where all the muscles kind of hang from. Mm. And like now it makes sense. When you put me down on my hands and knees, now it makes sense. I was just trying to think of like an evolutionary standpoint of why we would be hands and knees for that long. Why would we need that much strength from that position? Well, you know, running by yeah, yeah. as a quadruped and, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, uh, yeah. Really similar to like a dog's yep. kind of shoulder. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. It's like our nervous, when you look at like a grid of a nervous system, mm. where the nerves come from and feed down to and all those kind of things. Incredibly when you look at it vertically, it doesn't make any sense. It's like, it's quite hard to yeah, visualize. Yeah, yeah. You put that body into four point yeah. and you go, <laughs> oh yeah, of course. That's, that's why the nerve for my little finger comes from that point on my spine. That makes sense when I uh, look at it in that position. Okay. But yeah, we don't really make sense vertical. We're pushing feces uphill. <laughs> when we stand up we have to push push, push yeah yeah it does yeah, it has crap to go against up. gravity yeah, 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 yeah. like it doesn't make any sense but you put us in horizontal mm. position now it all makes sense 
Yeah, I guess monkeys even don't do the vertical thing that often. No. They're on they really all struggle. fours. Mm-hmm. Well, they don't have the butt muscle. Yep. Um, huh. What a weird evolutionary thing. Then. Which is like if but Like you- we developed the foot to help us stand. Yeah. Like at, at some point evolution was like, no, you don't need four hands. We'll mm-hmm. give you two hands and two feet, two feet yeah. so you can stand. Yeah. But then you're saying that like our, our anatomy doesn't yeah, make the, sense from standing. A lot of it doesn't make sense, yeah. <sighs> yeah. Thanks, evolution. Yeah. It's like if you get a shoulder injury, mm-hmm. one of the best places to start that rehab is back on all fours. <laughs> like People jump to bands yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and rotator cuffs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crap. No, go to all fours. Get stable. Put your again. hands back on the ground yeah. and, and work from there. Yeah, even just like yeah. physically crawling around, yeah, like yeah. not even doing push-ups and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Crawls, Actually yeah. just weight-bearing in that position. Mm-hmm. That'll put some strength in there. Is that why push-ups are so hard for a lot of people? Because mm. they don't actually have the shoulder strength to kind of do it. Well, they don't have the postural strength well, to yeah, do it either. Well, yeah. Like the weight of the head is just trying to yep. bang the floor. <laughs> <laughs> well, it just means a shorter press-up. Because I, <laughs> with the heads already on the floor, then I can come back up, right? Yeah. It's just cheating. Yeah, why don't I have a bigger nose? Yeah. Do more reps in my push-up. Yeah. Yeah, like I have to take my phone out of my pocket. Otherwise, for me, like as soon as my phone touches the floor, kind mm. of like my brain's like, right, c- come back up Yeah, now. done, yeah. Um, yeah, so I have to make sure I take my phone out of my pocket when I press up. Yeah, and don't do press-ups naked, obviously, because... Yeah, yeah, other issues there. <laughs> I might be overestimating a problem. <laughs> yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. That's some nuggets. There's some nuggets. Yeah. There's some fitness nuggets. That's what we're about. Sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anything else you'd like to uh, cover off? Cover off? Uh, well, there was literally, I had no no notes. Oh, best podcast. No prep to I didn't questions. even warn you that we were recording. No, you didn't. I didn't even question it. Just... <laughs> I thought we were going to get to about 12 minutes in and you were going to be like, are we recording? But you just went with the flow. Yeah. I'm like a ping pong ball in a stream. (laughs) (laughs) Sure. Just bobbing around. Yeah. Going with the flow. Getting sucked under and then pop back up (laughs) later on. (laughs) Hiya. (laughs) Where's he gone? Where's he gone? Oh my God. Oh, there he is. Yeah, he's fine. Yeah, dude's great. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm good. Um, we will do one more question before we go. I like it when I got questions for you, but mm. I, I haven't, I haven't got one in the in the forefront of my brain right now. Would you say that there's one thing that you would really like Santa to bring you for Christmas that would like change your life? Oh, change my life. Yeah, like, do you ask, do you do, like, a Christmas list? Do you kind of, like, guide people towards what you would like as opposed to, like, spending money on useless crap that mm. you're never actually going to use? Or are you quite open to, like, people using interpretation? Like, how do you do the gift thing? And if there is, is there, like, one gift that you have wanted for a long time that you're like, ah, oh, yeah, that's... Uh, yeah, it's a good, good question. I mean, I have an Amazon wish list. Okay. Which is generally books, lots of books. Mm. Um, and I guess if, if someone was like... Mm. I want to get you something, I, wanna, I don't know. I want to get you something, but I don't, don't know what to get you. You know, what do you want, mm. not what do you need, mm. right? You know, the true sense of a gift. Yep. Like, uh, 
it's uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Indulgence, mm-hmm. sheer indulgence. Mm-hmm. Like I don't need this. Mm-hmm. Then I imagine there's probably some rare books mm-hmm. on my wish list. But then the problem is, is that the rare books aren't cheap, mm. right? So you're like, there's a reason I haven't bought it yet. Because mm. A, I don't need it. Yeah, yeah. And B, it's 300 quid. Oh. Do you know? You, yeah, yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, so there's definitely some, there's definitely some rare books. Okay. I think that one of my most expensive books is one on coffee. Ah, oh, that one that you, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's expensive anyway. Yeah. And then I guess if you're trying to get like a first edition or whatever, it's just going to be way so yeah. expensive. Um. Yeah, is there anything that coffee maker thing that you were showing me this morning? It's nice. It's I've, not going to change your life though, because you have other yeah. ways. I mean, of the brewing books aren't going to change my life either. Um, I, yeah, there's not much, is there? That's yeah. life changing. I don't think. Do you think the last twenty months? Oh, he's got something. Some yeah. So. I'd be really curious mm. to get mm. the biogeometry house kit. Oh, yeah, that thing. Are you still wearing your necklace? I forgot to put it on this morning. Okay. I have been wearing it every day. Did anyone else notice that you're vibrating a little bit faster when you wear it? No one said anything. Did they but, not? But I think you're probably right. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. you genuinely felt like you were mm. just moving a little bit faster. Mm when you're wearing that yeah. you're so interesting to be around yeah and it's because louise asked me she said what's it supposed to do and i was like there aren't any claims as to what it's supposed to mm. do however i definitely i do feel like there's a little something Ooh. happening yeah, yeah i can't put my yeah, finger yeah, yeah, on it i don't really know but even if it's placebo that's amazing yeah placebo works so yeah. but yeah i'd like to try the, the so house biogeometry thing so would i just to see if there's a difference yeah so would i it's, it's cool that like that one device will do your entire house yep. and you have to like put some of it on the water sources and yep. everything else. Really interesting reading. Mm. Um, you might have to tell the people what we're talking about because we both know what we're talking about. Is, what is it? Biogeometry. Biogeometry, yeah. Okay, go so, Google that if you're interested. Yeah, biogeometry.com I think is their yeah, website. Yeah. Um, kind of created by a Egyptian architect. Mm. Um and it's the use of symbols uh, to minimise the negative effects of, yeah. of um, wavelengths. Wavelengths, Man, yeah. Man-made wavelengths. Yeah. yeah, and and also just actual structural yeah. buildings. Yeah, like and our stuff. buildings are not designed to allow frequencies and stuff to pass through them yeah. nicely. So Energy you get these pockets of like bad. Yeah. Um, sort of energy and wavelengths and yeah. stuff. It's really interesting. It's super interesting, yeah. I mean, it, it, it might be a little bit woo-woo for some mm. people, but... This podcast's a little bit woo-woo, so let's be honest. Yeah, that's true. We yeah. don't we don't wear the clothes, though, so... No. Like, you wouldn't see us walk down the street <laughs> and think, those two are a little bit... Well, maybe you would, because we're, we're in shorts, shorts. man. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I know what you, you mean. Know it's like one degree outside. That's pretty warm. <laughs> um, there's no harems in sight. There, yeah. And I and I washed recently. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. no stereotypes. Yeah, and you get your hair cut very often and stuff like that. I do. Yeah. 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 yeah we look like the most normal hippie people ever. <laughs> yeah. We're, I like that though. Yeah, I like that too. Yeah. Mm. At least we think we look. Yeah, normal. yeah, yeah. We think we do. Two dudes walking around in shorts and barefoot shoes all the time. But yeah, try, have a look at biogeometry. So mm. I'd quite like to. Obviously, I've got the pendant, which was gifted to me very, very kindly mm. from a. A fellow lovely human being mm. 
he's a nice human being. Um, I'd like to try the house product. Mm-hmm. They also do a little thing for the car. I saw the car thing. That was really interesting. And you have to just like dust it off. Yeah. Even on a long drive, they're like dusted off after a couple hours. Yeah. But I found that really interesting because it was like, I personally find driving a car quite a stressful situation in terms mm-hmm. of like my breathing changes. Mm-hmm. So obviously like neurologically, I find it stressful, even though I really love driving cars. Mm-hmm. And I was like, game changer. And it's uh, from a price point. It's not that bad. $40. Yeah, I think. something like that. Or was, yeah, it was 40 Swiss francs or something. Yeah. It was not expensive. And I was like, I really want to try that. And I think also, you know, with technology as well, like you drive down the road, the number of times you get like a, oh, join this mm. Wi-Fi signal, join mm. this Wi-Fi signal, join this Wi-Fi signal, or join, like you're getting bombarded. Or not even that, like traffic lights are obviously giving off signals yeah. and they're using radar yeah. and, and then you're driving past telephone masts and you're mm. driving past like electrical distribution centers mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. like so much. And you got fumes, yep. you know, yeah, yeah. all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And like the, the number of chemicals in a new car. Yeah. Whew. Yeah. yeah. Man. Although that new car smell is addictive. Yeah. Like I love that new car smell. Yeah. So Just yeah, I, I, I kind of yeah. want to do the house thing and I want to, I'd like to try the car thing as well. Mm. Because I feel like the pendant's doing something. So I'd like to give the other devices a go. Mm-hmm. And and it's that, I guess the, the thing with the other devices is you might get someone else kind of going, your house feels different. Yeah. Your and car feels yeah, different. Yeah, yeah. Like, why does your car feel different? Yeah, yeah. And the Egyptians are smart. <laughs> Even to this day, like yep. the Israelis, they're, they're, they're like at the forefront of like fighter pilot mm-hmm. um, heads up display mm-hmm. technology and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's incredible what they're doing mm-hmm. as a nation. But everyone's like, but it's just Egypt. It's like, yeah, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> but just think about how much British man has done in shed. And you're telling me that the Egyptians can't do some slightly better stuff. Yeah, you can't be a Aladdin <laughs> shed. <laughs> just tinkering away. Yeah. All of a sudden, yeah, <laughs> Le Monde winning yeah. Ford car came yeah. from a shed in Slough. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> amazing what, mm. what has come out of a shed yeah there's some dude here in the uk who makes his own carbon he custom makes his own carbon fiber bicycles like in his shed brilliant that's brilliant <laughs> yeah the british man in a shed yeah is yeah world domination right there that's fantastic yeah, okay cool okay yeah so what what about you then then let's bounce that question back to you any any thing you really kind of want for christmas that you're like oh if only if only that turned up Christmas Day. I'd be so excited. Sunshine. I can't wrap that up. I know. I was really looking forward to the opportunity to leave this country for a, like a week or so and go find some good natural heat. Mm. I was really looking forward to that. Okay. I'm incredibly blessed. Like I, w- I was thinking about this the other day and I was like, oh, what do I want for Christmas? Like, what am I going to put on my list just to help people and make yeah. sure they don't waste their money and everything? And I was like, I'm getting old because I want some socks. <laughs> like my five finger socks. So that some of them are starting to get some holes in them. And I'm like, I can do with some more five finger socks. Yeah. But I, I was also thinking, I was like, I'm incredibly blessed. Yeah. If I wake up on Christmas morning and there's nothing... There's so much though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like oh, there's yeah. so much around me. Yeah. And maybe actually I should try and spend a year just being grateful, being grateful for what I already have. Because that's kind of what Christmas should be about. Yeah. It shouldn't be like just smothering people with more. Yeah. It should actually be a time of reflection to be like, how much have I got? It, it, certainly uh, an attitude. That's a terrible of, English, by the way. Attitude of gratitude is really important. Mm. Like I really like this pen. Mm. This pen is wicked. Mm. Like it's got 
a black mm. uh, a black colour. It's got a red colour mm. and it's got a pencil mm. all in it. But it doesn't look like a multi... No. Like. And something away about the way my handwriting looks when mm. I use it. Mm. I like this pen. Mm. I'm grateful for this pen. Mm. This is a wicked pen. Mm. Um, and every time I use it, I'm like, I really like this mm. pen. So... Yeah, be grateful for the small things, absolutely. Mm-hmm. But be indulgent. What 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 do you want? What be like? No way, you got me this. So I'll give you an example. When Louise bought me the rock mm. coffee machine for mm. Christmas, like it's a big box mm. tin, right? Mm. It's it's weirdly packaged. And this thing turned up and I'm like, we weren't doing presents. Mm. What the hell is this? Like, I'm normally good at mm. guessing stuff. I'm like, I ruin people. Yeah. Like, I got you this. It's a, it's wine. I, you know, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm like, I'll know. I had no idea. I unwrapped it and I still didn't know. Like, I could see <sighs> the tin. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, yeah. And then, like, oh my god, yeah, yeah. this is wicked. Yeah, like, cool. what a treat. Yeah, yeah. This is an amazing treat. Thank you so much. You know, mm. and I love using that thing. Mm. Yeah, it's great. It's great. Um, so come on, be indulgent. Motorbike stuff. Motorbike equipment. A helmet. Like, if someone, if, a, if you opened up a helmet. Yeah, if someone would magically like to give me a shoey um, <laughs> Neotech 2 <laughs> in a size medium, preferably in white or orange, that would be great. I'm not sure we have enough followers yet. Not to, yet. To start you never know. Them. You never know. Um, or someone else might listen to this. and Someone like we actually know might listen to this and be like, I know someone that owns a motorbike shop or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I'd like to get into riding a motorbike and mm. at the same time, uh, a helmet has previously saved my life. So obviously a really good motorbike helmet I would invest in mm. because I see the benefit already. Yeah. Um, and it would be, it would probably be uh, warmer, quieter, mm. like all those things mm-hmm. wrapped into it. But then it all, it's all the other stuff. It's like, it's the jacket, it's the trousers, it's the shoes, it's mm. the gloves. It's, it's like this whole outfit that you end up wearing. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's expensive stuff. Okay, so, yeah. or it can be expensive. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, just motorbike stuff. Okay. Yeah, that would be an impressive gift. Yeah, some motorbike stuff. Yeah. Even just some gloves or something. Like, it's all kind of expensive stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah, motorbike stuff. Cool. Yeah, yeah. That'll, that'll do me. Rock and roll, son. Rock and roll. <laughs> Mince pie? <laughs> yeah. Oh, why not? Has <laughs> it done it again? Yeah. It's-